You're listening to the Soul Inspired You podcast, a place where inspiration meets contemplation with your hosts, Beth Hewitt and me, Melissa Amos. Together, we'll unravel the threads of inspiration and explore what moves and stirs our souls. So get ready for conversations that will ignite your spirit and expand your perspectives in the hope that we'll inspire you to live your own soul-inspired life. Good morning, Mel. Good morning, Beth. <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Soul Inspired You. It's been a little moment since we last connected, Mel. Our, Busy our, time of year, isn't it? it? Isn't it? Everybody's doing all of the things, getting all of the things done so they can maybe relax a little bit more into December. What kind of soul inspired things have you been getting up to since we last connected? What? Isn't it all soul inspired? What kind of soul inspired thing have I been getting up to? <laughs> I'm very excited because I have just launched Soul School, which is my Akashic Records training. And so I've been doing a lot of reflection on the Akashic Records and how they've influenced me and how they've changed me and what my story is with them and all of that. And and interestingly, some memories have also come up around on my Facebook and on my socials and I think goodness me like you can really see the difference or feel the difference between the before and after for me. And so for our listeners who are maybe not familiar with the Akashic Records how would you explain that to somebody who is brand new to? So it's the theory that we have a a book of our soul or more probably accurately this energetic stronghold that holds everything that us as a soul has ever done thought been had experienced and can understand it that as we are having our thoughts and as we're experiencing things through life everything is remembered or everything's contained and this theory that everything exists because it all exists in the in this field of the Akashic Records. And before I had experienced them, I'd never heard of them. And for me, what's important about that is a few things. It's understanding that our past does influence our present actually quite viscerally and in probably more ways than we give credit to, but also that we can use techniques to go back into these memory banks and begin to bring healing and change and a different understanding to things so that we can show up differently and start to create this future that's more inspired and soul aligned i love it it's so <laughs> juicy isn't it juicy yeah really juicy yeah you know for me it, it's my, my first experience in the records really started to shift things in the, my perception of me and I learned things about myself that I had either denied or ignored or just hadn't risen in my awareness and that came through some really good questioning but through past life experiences of who I had been and what I had experienced and what had happened to me and the memories 
that I held around certain things. Like, for example, I discovered a life where I was a teacher. And I remember that question coming with the guy that I was working with, where she said, find a life where you're a teacher. And I was like, why would I do that? I'm not a teacher. Like it didn't, it, it, there was no connection there for me and then when I found this life and it was so at the time it was so weighted down by disappointment and um, regret and shame and things that I had let people down and I'd my work and all of this until I had this experience where somebody I'd taught had in this life had come to me and told me what a profound change I'd made on just them and because of that profound change I'd made on just them, they had gone on to invent something and change the world. And in that moment, I just got goosebumps. In that moment, <laughs> I realized that life wasn't a waste and that I was following my path and that actually everything that I'd shrouded around, I won't do that again. Mm-hmm. That wasn't the best choice of my life in that life. I just lifted. And within weeks, I started teaching Reiki and holding circles and and it all just came it wasn't like I'm going to go and do this now it all just just happened yeah yeah and I think whether you work in the Akashic Records or not or whether you even believe in the concept of this understanding that these experiences that we had can be shifted just from a different perspective yeah and I think the philosophy that we do have this field that is constantly recording everything that's going on. Yeah. Can change what you put in it. I think it's really powerful because I think sometimes a lot of the work in the personal development field is asking us to look at things from different perspectives. But actually, Mm. in the Akashic Records, the perspectives are just by the very nature from a different lens because it's different times it's different knowledge it's different wisdom from a different place and so I think I feel like it's more profound and um, I don't know whether it would be it's easier or not I don't I'm not coming to a a conclusion on that but I feel that we're so a lot of the time stuck in this desire to change who we are right now in the present and I feel like when we've got this wealth of knowledge and wisdom from afar, from a long time ago, it's easier to have those shifts because it's almost like we're connected to it, but also disconnected to it at the same time, if that makes sense. Yeah. And I've been thinking a lot about, it's funny because I've been t- thinking a lot about timelines recently. And I, I'll, this might sound a little bit weird to our listeners, or maybe it doesn't because it, it worked to you, but we, we attract who we are, right? So maybe you're a listener just like me. But as I've been looking in the mirror recently, it's almost like sometimes I feel like it's somebody different. Like sometimes when I look in the mirror and, and let me know if you've ever experienced this or I am being totally wrong, but it's almost like there's a different person. Like sometimes it's a different shaped face. And so I know that there's... I'm on a different time. It's almost like an anchor, like in Inception, where there's that little spinning thing. So you know that you're connected to a certain timeline. It's a little bit like that. And sometimes when I look at myself, I feel, oh, I'm on this. I'm on this timeline. And things are going as they should. Well, I suppose they're always going as they should. But And then other times I'll be like, oh, something shifted. I'm somewhere else. My perspective shift. Or maybe I'm not 
maybe I'm th- coming from things from a, a lack mentality or maybe I'm not in flow that kind of thing yeah. so I've been really noticing that recently which sounds a bit wacky but <laughs> I'd love your take how, how do you feel when you when like you do that and you have that moment gone internally I, I think it's a good thing because I, I have that awareness of where I am mm. for, for me it is that it's a reflection of okay this is who is showing up today Mm-hmm. And if it's not the person that I want to have showing up today, it's almost like, okay, I can catch myself and go, okay, let's think about those thoughts. Let's think about those affirmations. Let's think about those things that I do want to have and be right now. And so I can make those shifts. So it's just a really weird thing. I, I, I don't know. Can you physically cha- feel sometimes when you're moving through timelines? Do you ever get those, those like almost like this, the sand beneath, beneath your feet, the, the ground is almost shifting a little bit and there's a little bit of a transition. I don't know if you yeah. know what I mean by that. Do you? I know I do know what you mean, and I don't experience in the same way as you that I physically see that mm-hmm. difference. And I think that's true for any intuitive sense or the way we pick up the world. We're all going to have our own unique ways of doing this. So if you're listening to this, going, I don't see something. <laughs> Like, for me I wonder if this is when deja vu and things can really yes. start to make more yeah. sense because if we think about timelines one of my bugbears is can we predict the future mm-hmm. and I go to a psychic and the psychic and people come to me and say oh can you read my cards and predict my future what's going to happen I'm like it doesn't really work like that because we can predict the future that's the truth yeah um but the future is malleable the future is not set in stone and the only way we predict the future is this is where I am this is where I've been it's coming into your energy field what they're picking up on even if genuinely they're like I'm predicting the future because that's their skill actually if you break it down what they're doing is they're moving back in time looking at the patterns and the behaviors to the present which is what do I believe and how am I acting and how am I responding to things and that kind of throws a future timeline out into the world um, which then you start moving towards and so if nothing changes you can always move along this path and that's probably what's going to come true Mm -hmm. for me and I know also how you work Beth it's more about how do I create that future and what do I need to change in the present in order to get there and what do I need to in my perspective what can I bring healing to in the past in order to assist that present moment right so where am I going (laughs) with the (laughs) when, when we are so on I know a lot of the work that you do Beth is this visualization is creating this future and this is what I'm moving towards you're setting a timeline in place and what an amazing ability to be able to visually see or in my case it's more of a sensation yeah. or like this, this I like how you describe that feeling of this sand beneath your feet there's this weird like slowing down mm-hmm. that is how I maybe experience it but what a skill to be able to be like okay this is the timeline what I'm doing right now in this moment isn't or is driving me along there and it's like this warning signal in a way that it's you don't have to like the universe isn't going to Beth you need to go that way that's your path go that way this way only the universe is going okay this is what you want to create and actually where you are today this is taking you somewhere different Mm -hmm. is this what you want it's a reminder that's what you want 
And yeah. the answer is yes or no, or maybe. And, yeah. and when I teach visualisation and when I'm doing visualisations for myself, it isn't just about looking to the future. It's like what you say. It's about looking back at the past and mining those experiences for all of the wisdom that is yeah. is within them and bringing that. Sometimes that's healing. So it's needing to do some healing around that. And sometimes it's just literally just recognizing in the present that what we were going through in, at the moment was a real lesson, was there was some real strength and resilience in that. And we can bring all of those wonderful things in, into the present. And so it's not just looking forward and going, this is how I want my future to be. It's actually, how can I use the skills and experiences and superpowers and all mm. of these wonderful things to bring them into the future? And I do firmly believe that when we connect the dots on our life, we can predict to the future to some extent. I think with the benefit of time, as we get older, we've got the benefit of actually being able to look back on so many amazing things and connect the dots and go, actually, that gives us clues to where we might want to be heading or should should be heading, as they should, but where we yeah. maybe wanting to head in the future. And like you say, with visualisation, everybody's way to visualise is different. Because it uses all of the different senses and some of our senses are more dominant than others. You might have this real feeling sensation and that might be your dominant uh, moving forward. But some people might have really strong visual. Some people may have really strong sense of smell. Some people might have really good auditory. However we visualise is how we visualise, how we experience our life day to day is how we should create those visions. So... I love this idea that we've got these many timelines going on and we get to pick and choose and yeah, go on different twists and turns. And we can, and it is, for me, that's the difference between fate and destiny. Fate is, this is my timeline and it's plotted and I'm just going to chug along. Mm -hmm. It's almost this victim thing. This is what's happened to me. And this is, these are the cards I've been dealt. And so this is the life I'm going to, I'm going to lead. And then we have these fated moments that Mm -hmm. feel, oh, okay, I'm there and this is what I should be doing because you just know, don't you? When there's these big or small fated moments that come in, whereas our destiny, I think is something very different our destiny for me feels like that evolved version of us it's this these are all the things that happened to me and this is the lessons that I learned from these and this is the experience that I've taken from that and that's all building me into this potential that I could serve and for me that's just a lot more empowering than well these are the cards that I've been dealt and so now I've just got to make the best of it it's these are the cards I've been dealt and how do I make the best of it? It's the feeling that sits behind it rather than the, you know, it's, it's how we energise it yeah. and the decisions that we make from it and knowing that we can make the decisions, but it starts with that awareness mm-hmm. of why are you doing things? Are these really your thoughts? Are these really your wants and your desires? Because you can create anything. You can create anything, you visualise anything in the future but if you bring something that's truly aligned to you things are going to be a lot easier or a lot more fulfilling when you get them or even on the journey there are you ready to unlock the incredible power of your intuition and live a purpose-driven life 
I'm Melissa, and I'm excited to guide you on a profound journey through our free three-day telegram group in Awakened the Vortex. Together, we'll dive deep into understanding and trusting your intuition like never before. If you've ever struggled to differentiate between wishful thinking from true intuition or felt held back by doubts and fears, then this free group is tailor-made for you. We'll equip you with practical tools to navigate life's challenges with confidence and with clarity. To join us, visit melissa-amos.com forward slash awaken hyphen the hyphen vortex. Join me as we embark on this transformative journey together and awaken the full potential of your intuition. So coming back to Akashic Records, how... And this, I'm sure this is what you're going to be teaching, so you don't want to give all of your goodies, <laughs> your goodies away. But how would people practically use Akashic Records to help them on that journey of? I think that there's many ways. And I'm going to give a simple, very practical, empowering answer that whether you're psychic or not psychic or intuitive or not intuitive, or able to visualize or not able to visualize, right? You mm-hmm. can do this. You don't need any skill to do this. Just need an awareness. That just by understanding that there is this field out there that is recording everything, like the in the courtrooms, when you see those um, the people that are typing everything that's happening. Yes, yeah. yeah like we've got one of those but they're not just typing what's happening they're they're typing everything you're experiencing underneath that as well the stories that are going on the feelings that are around there what memories it brought up everything is downloaded into this field in every single moment of every single day even right now as you are listening to this every my words and how you're taking them in and what that's bringing up for you and how you're sitting and if you're saying oh no I can't do that or yes I can all of that is being recorded in this field, in this moment. And for me, when I understood that, it was like, wow, okay, what do I want written in my field? Because the truth for me is we are always visualizing or experiencing, usually in memory. We're usually going back into what happened, what did I do, how did I do that, how could I do do that how could they do that all of these things where we spend a lot of our lives they're not really in the present moment they're not really in what it is that we want to experience and create they're reactive or or we're in the past or we're worrying about the future that's generally the the regular state of most people which first of all that's good to know that is that's generally what where we go because it's a survival mechanism but it doesn't have to be the way it's what we've been trained into if I know at the moment that I'm thinking back to those things that I did and I feel really shameful and guilty and outdone whatever it is hard done by it then I'm recording that again and again and again and again and that's what's going to dominate what it is that how I'm showing up And that's going to dominate the future that I'm creating because I am constantly writing it. Yeah. So I'm not saying don't think of the past, but here's where the power of doing a session or working consciously in the records. If we can go back to that moment where we felt shame or fear or hard done by, and we go back through the Akashic records, which are this field that are held by 
these, if you like, beings that hold such compassion and non-judgment and understanding. There's not a, you did this and you did this wrong. It's not a field of judgment. It's a field of, well, this happened and it happened. Yeah. Uh, and you're honoured and respected. And we understand that you did the best that you could with what you've got. When you go back into that memory with that understanding, with that higher perspective, then it changes how you then look back on it. Mm-hmm. Just as that story isn't there about the dog, if um, you get bitten by this, this, this dog's really barking and he comes and bites you with his baring teeth, then you might feel a little bit victimised. But if you realise that the dog was actually stuck in a trap and was in pain, then you'd try and understand him. Yeah. And it's different. It's how we understand it differently. And then mm. we can use it as a lesson then we can use it as something that we're then moving through. And actually that's then not dominating our thoughts because when we come into understanding with something, it doesn't, it's not that mind monkey anymore. It's those hard ones, aren't they? The things mm. we're angry about, sad, about guilty about, shameful about, or victimized about that tend to be the things that plague us. Yeah. How amazing would it be if the things that plagued us were the happy memories and the um, higher perspectives and expectations of the things that we could do and the possibilities that are available to us and the amazing understanding. I'm going to give you an example. This is why I don't read and watch things that are too heavy, right? Yeah, I'm saying now. I'm reading the fourth Hunger Games book the new oh, right? yeah and I love those books I read them years ago um a new films coming out and like Katniss Everdeen in the first three movies is like my girl crush and so I was like I'll read this book because I'd quite like to go and see the movie anyway something happened in it and, and I was reading it before bed last night and something happened in it that was a bit like <gasps> yeah so then I'm like I'm going to sleep and I'm thinking about it and I'm walking this morning there's this beautiful blue sky gorgeous day today and I'm going for my walk and then I kept thinking about this character and then and what they did and it was going on around in my head and I checked myself and I'm like it's it's not real didn't happen but what I am writing in that it doesn't matter it didn't happen to me what I'm writing in that moment is these feelings of guilt and I won't give the game away like these quite heavy feelings And I thought, oh, my goodness me, I have got some amazing things going on in my life. And this is what I'm choosing to focus on right now. So I thought about the person that signed up to Soul School Akashi Trading last night Mm -hmm. and all the people that are considering it and that have joined it. And it brought me back into something because this is what I'm working on right now. Uh And this is what I want my energy to go into and be into. Yeah. I think when you look at it and think about it that way, it's an incredible privilege to be able to fill your life with the passions and purposes that your soul wants to bring forth into the world. And yeah, like I say, when we watch the news, when we see something terrible, when it just shifts our energy and why do we allow ourselves to go there? But that's just life, right? That's the world that we surround ourselves. It's just a choice that we make to be in the energy that we want to be in, but we're always going to get these things that try to 
infiltrate our mind. But books are great, films are great. <laughs> we can't completely shut them all out. No, but, but it's knowing that, isn't it? It's catching Having that. that awareness. Yeah, catching fire. <laughs> yeah, they, they are great. They are great movies. And, and it's sometimes it's important to be open to different things because yeah. actually maybe the reason I'm drawn to those books which is not really something that I'd normally spend my energy in because maybe the sun I'm not suggesting that I lived in some dystopian person <laughs> whatever but maybe there's something in there yeah in those books maybe there's something in what happened with this character and and um you know how that will pound out that I hold in me because otherwise why would it do to me yeah because I'm the same with, like, my partner likes watching the Saw films. And like, 10 years ago, I could have watched one of those and it wouldn't have had any impact. But yeah. today, they're just a, even the thought that somebody could hold that idea and create that story just freaks me out. Somebody would have that capacity to create a story like that. But like you say, why is that? Why does that trigger me? Why do I have such an intense feeling to not want to watch something like that? Obviously, it's gory and horrible but also is a part of my timeline is the part of me that needs to heal a little bit more because of that as well so I think it's very telling where we're attracted and where we're repelled from different things but I would say fill your life with lots of nice things and nice people and surround yourself with good energy and whatnot and do the things that that you love but I do feel like when you've got that perspective to know that by being able to follow the passion and create those memories that are based on your highest, on the things that you really desire, and you start to create that timeline. And those timelines start to become the dominant timelines of the the positive stuff. I think that's an incredibly powerful space to be in and want to be in. So what you're doing, Mel, sounds wonderful. I want to say this. What you just said about 10 years ago, you might have been able to watch this and now it's more difficult. I think that when you are in that energy and that becomes your dominant energy, Mm -hmm. you need less of this outside entertainment. Mm -hmm. And and I'm not against it. Watch what you want to watch. But you start to understand that this entertainment is actually giving you an internal experience, which can Mm -hmm. be quite exciting. Mm -hmm. It can be quite stimulating. And sometimes we're striving for that and we need that. Or it can also be quite just chill and relaxing and a bit mind-numbing. We all like a bit of that sometimes. Um, But I think that as you become more present in your creation of life, Mm -hmm. you start to understand these timelines, you start to understand how visualization works and how things like the book of life are always recording things for you and how our nervous system needs regulating and all these different things Mm -hmm. I just think that some of these heavier dramas Mm -hmm. for me it's the psychological stuff more I think more than the kind of gory stuff yeah has got in heaps hasn't it (laughs) <laughs> um, I used to watch them. I used to watch them like when they were in the cinema. I used to go and see them. Yeah, like, I couldn't even think about them. doing that now. What yeah, they just become less tempting. It, it's mm. like you don't need that same stimulation that you do. And when you do it, it's more of a mindful choice rather than just well, I'm going to sit here and chill out watching people slaughter each other on the TV. <laughs> like it, it doesn't make to me that doesn't make sense. No. I also think that the more that you you work in it with your senses and have that sense of your emotions and that it's almost like you've developed 
those to an extent and that then when you see something like that it has such a and it has an impact on you because of the heightened sense of like the visual aspect, the right. actual sounds of somebody screaming, for example, then as a hyper effect right. when it might not have done that many years ago, if that wasn't, right. if that's something you weren't working on. Work on these senses and want to be my work with a lot of people who want to increase their psychic senses. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they wonder why they find things overstimulating. Yeah. It's a perk of the job. <laughs> so we have to protect our energies as well. Maybe we could talk about that in a later episode. Yeah. This has been a, a, a weird and wonderful. We've talked about things that I didn't think we'd talk about, the Hunger Games or the Saw trilogy. Well, here we go. Today. <laughs> <laughs> but this is what our soul-inspired uh, podcast has been about today. See, I got Katniss Everdeen in there. So, Mel, until we meet again, have a wonderful day. You too. And, and to your, all our listeners. May your lives all be soul-inspired. listener we hope you enjoyed today's episode and that you feel able to embrace those moments in your life that speak to your soul connect with us and subscribe to the podcast at soulinspiredyou.com or get in touch with us at soulinspiredyou at mail.com where we can keep those soulful conversations going remember to stay inspired and curious so that you can live your best soul inspired life